Hey guys, I'm Lena Ibajamer and you are listening to the Living with Power Hope podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. We're so excited to be back with you at a, a podcast where we give you biblical truth for everyday life. I am here to give hope for the Christian who is living in a post-Christian culture. If you're not a Christian yet, uh, you're on the way. And I trust that even as you go through these podcasts, God will draw you closer to his heart. Hey, uh, we're in an open-ended series right now called Dear Lena that I think has been a blast. We've talked about all kinds of things as it pertains to God, culture, faith, and life. And if you have a question about anything, send it to me at dearlena at livingwithpower.org. Before we jump into today's question, let me just remind you that you can subscribe to the uh, podcast by going to iTunes and click on subscribe. And uh, we'd love for you to leave a comment, give us a five-star rating, and share this with your friends. In the meantime, let us turn our attention to today's Dear Lena question. Uh, We're going to do a little theology here, and we're going to talk about are we living in the end times? Question was sent to me, Dear Lena, are we living in the end times? Everybody wants to know, are these the end times? Now, if you're listening here, you know that every week I give you three uh, points to the, to the answer. I'm an ER doctor by training, and I uh, teach the Bible uh, in my vocation, and I like to think in organized sequence. And part of uh, the process of going through the Dear Lena questions is to help us think about the things that we think about. And so today's question, Dear Lena, are we living in the end times, is not going to be a revelation study. I want to do that, by the way. I teach Bible studies online and, and I, uh, on a number of different platforms, and that is coming in the next two years. I promise you I'm going to do a study on the book of Revelation. But I want you to think through how to answer this question when people ask it. Are we living in the end times? And and here's the first sort of point of consideration. Uh, One of the most frequently asked questions right now is, are we living in the end times? And by virtue of this question being asked, I think it's important for us to stop and sort of think about, first of all, what is the end times when people talk about that? So in order to answer that question, you've got to find out what it means. What do people say when they're talking about the end times? Maybe you're a Christian. Maybe you've been a Christian forever and you just don't really know what it means when people talk about the end times. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, just about every book of the Bible talks about the end times in one way or another. It talks about the kingdom that is to come. Um, this is a theme in scripture. If you're a Christian and read the Bible, by the way, early on in the Dear Lena, you can track back in the podcast and see that we did uh, a couple of uh, basic introductory um, sessions where we talked about whether the Bible was relevant and trustworthy. I think that would be a good place to sort of start. I take the Bible literally, and I believe God has breathed his word for us to read and to get to know him through it and to get to know what this life is all about. And so the Bible has a lot to say about the end times. Nearly every every book of the Bible contains some prophecy regarding the end times. Now, there are some characteristic passages of scripture that talk about it even more. In fact, Jesus himself talks about the end times. The end times are not a man-made scare tactic. Okay, a lot of us think, man, the end times are sort of this, you know, particularly people think about the, uh, the crazy preachers that predict, uh, you know, in the year 2025, Jesus is going to come back at three o'clock in the afternoon on, on a, you know, etc. That is bogus. There's nothing in scripture that gives you a time and a place. In fact, Jesus says that we won't know the time and a place, but, but that, that the word of God talks about the end times and specifically that that is not a man-made scare tactic, but God's plan for hope. The end times are are a a season in the life of uh, the world that precedes the reign of Christ. And so some key passages of scripture for you to know and to think about would be uh, Matthew chapter 24, where Jesus specifically addresses that. He says, see that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray, and you will hear of wars and 
rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. And he goes on and talks about how what will happen in the end times. Uh, they will deliver you up to tribulation, put you to death. You will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away. And he goes on. And then he says, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And, and, and in Luke chapter 21, there's also the same sort of reference. Uh, another a couple of great passages. First Thessalonians chapter 4 and 5. Paul, the apostle, talks about the coming of the Lord. We do not want you to be uninformed. He said in First Thessalonians 4.13, we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep that you may not grieve as others who have no hope for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so through Jesus God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep um, he says for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the voice of an archangel and with sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first therefore encourage one another with these words and then he goes on in chapter 5 and says now concerning the times and the seasoned brothers you have no need to have anything written to you for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night so if you ever hear a preacher say here's the date and the time that Jesus is going to come back you can take him to first Thessalonians and be like no way no way Paul says that it's, he's going to come like a thief in the night Jesus elsewhere says that no one knows the time and a place but the father god the father and uh, and and paul goes on to say while people are saying there's peace and security then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape and and on and on so so the, the fact that there is um mention of end times this this season of time before the coming of Jesus to reign eternally on this earth should give us hope. That is why we uh, study that. Um, uh, one of my favorite verses in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 to 54, Paul also writes, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. Our hope in Christ is a hope of eternity. We're not just living for this world. All right? If you think this is it, you are of all men most pitied because we know a better world is coming where there will be no more tears, no more destruction, no more pain, no more wounds, where Jesus will reign and we cannot wait for that time. So in order to answer the question, are we living in end times? You've got to study it. You've got to understand it. You've got to study what God's word teaches about it. The end times is a concept that all Christians believe in, but many Christians disagree on the details of, all right? There's a study uh, theologically called the study of eschatology, the study of end times. And you'll see a lot of debate. There's a lot of opinions about how this will take place. Uh, people have given their lives to study it, to, to write books about it. They have PhDs in this topic. So to think that we're going to answer in a 10, 15 minute podcast is, is unrealistic and really not my goal for today. But that first question, the most frequently asked questions uh, right now is, are we living in the end times? As we, anytime our culture goes through a season of badness, all right, 2020, the pandemic, all the destruction, the rioting, the hatred. And then you look at weather patterns, environmental disasters, and you look globally at failing economies and on and on and on. It is so easy to look at scripture and study some of what will happen. In fact, Matthew 24, where we talk about earthquakes and nation rising against nation, kings, kingdom against kingdom, famines, and on and on, all of these things that are predicted in end times. It is a natural question to ask, are we living in the end times? Now, uh, there's, again, uh, I think there's a general sense among Christians that yes, indeed, we are living. I will say this, uh, when you study scripture, there is no other movement that will happen so like in the Old Testament, there were different movements 
of, of seasons, you know, the Exodus, you know, the, the people of Israel in Egypt, and then the Exodus, and then the wilderness, and then the kings, and then, you know, and on and on, you sort of see these movements, and then the Babylonian exile, and then the people of Israel going back to Jerusalem, and then the gap between the Old and the New Testament, then you've got the New Testament, and then you've got the coming of Jesus, and then you've got the death of Jesus, and the resurrection of Jesus, and after that, there's no other big event. The church has been established in the book of Acts, and nothing now until the coming of Jesus. So we are living now with the kingdom that is to come. Christ's kingdom is here on earth through Christians, but it is to come as well. And the only next movement will be the coming of Jesus, the end times, the coming of Jesus, and the reign of Jesus eternally, and the destruction of evil and the evil one. So in a sense, again, that is a, a good question to ask. It is an important question to ask. And many will tell you that we are indeed living in the end times. Certainly we're more in the end times today than we were last year. And uh, I pray that it would be uh, the, closer to the coming of Jesus tomorrow. But uh, even now, Paul John says, even now, let, let, may Christ come. In the end of, of Revelations, um, the famous words of John, uh, the beloved disciple of Jesus, where he says, um, last verse of scripture, he who testifies to these things says, surely I'm coming soon. Amen, come Lord Jesus, is the response of John. And that promise of Jesus, surely I'm coming soon. And so uh, the end times are indeed uh, soon. <laughs> and so here's the second big idea. The more important question is not whether we're living in the end times, but are you ready for the end times? All right, so much discussion on when is Jesus coming back and how do I predict it and what do I need to look for? And, and we miss the more important question, which is, are you ready for the end times? In order to be ready for the end times, you need to be ready for Christ's rule. And in order to be ready for Christ's rule, you need to get right with Christ today. The only uh, way to know that is to receive Jesus Christ into your heart as your savior. That is the premise of how you become part of Christ's kingdom is that you uh, uh, give up everything and turn to the Lord because uh, he is the only one who can save us from our own selves and from uh, the state of sin that we're born in. And so in order to be ready for the end times, you need to be ready for Jesus's rule. Remember the, the parable of the virgins who were, you know, who, who were waiting for their master's return and then they didn't have the oil and they went to get the oil and the ones who had the oil ready were able to go to, to you know, to meet the master and the ones who didn't sort of missed out. It was a prediction of, uh, and by the way, I totally paraphrased that parable. I'm sorry, uh, but I hadn't intended to mention it. But basically that parable is, is an illustration of the need for readiness. So, so more important than are we living in the end times is are you ready for the end times? Do you have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, his son, who died for you and paid the price for your sin? And uh, the book of Revelation talks about the importance of your book being written in the book of life. Well, what does that mean? That means that you have become part of God's family. You're adopted into Christ's kingdom. How? Well, well John chapter 1, verse 12 reminds us that it is uh, by believing in the Son of God. In fact, it says in John 1, verse 12, that, um, that he came to his own and his own uh, did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, Jesus, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. All right? So are you, is your name written in the book of life? So in order to be ready for the end times, you need to be living, not just you need to be ready for Jesus' rule by being part of the God's kingdom, but in order to be ready for the end times, you need to be living like you're ready for the end times. All right? So what does that mean? A soldier who's ready is, uh, is in shape. A, lord, a soldier who's ready has their affairs in order. They're ready to go anytime. If, if there's a need to act, they're ready to go. They're not, you know, if you're, if you're if, let's just say this is a poor example, example maybe but if you want to buy a piece of property 
uh, when you go to look, you, you have your affairs in order. You've got your down payment in the bank. You've got your pre-mortgage made. You know, you're ready to strike. You know what I mean? And so if you're talking about the end times, are you living like you're ready for the end times? So that is the more important question. What, what that means is, have, have you kept short accounts of, of sin in your life? Are you confessing sin daily? Are you making peace with God and peace with men and peace with those in your life? Are you, um, are you living to the best of your ability for the glory of God? And, you know, that doesn't mean that we're perfect, but it means that we are daily repenting and confessing and living in a humble way of dependence upon the Lord, expecting him to return. Like John says at the end of the Bible, even so come Lord Jesus, there's an expectation. There's a difference between living with expectation of his return versus living in a slumbering stupor where you don't have any expectation of what's happening. So that changes your goals. That changes your decisions. That changes how you treat people. That changes what you do in your free time. That changes uh, what you're going to do in, in your five-year plan and your 10-year plan. I don't know if we're going to be living in five years or 10 years, but we can plan on serving the Lord in those times. So first, the most frequently asked question right now is, are we living in end times? Second, the more important question is not whether we're living in the end times, but are you ready for the end times? And here's a third, the more loving question to ask is not, are we living in the end times? But who else do I know that needs to be ready for it? Who else do I know that needs to be ready for it? There is um, a need in the end of Matthew. Uh, we're told, we're instructed, the Great Commission. Jesus, after his, his resurrection, came back. He was seen by uh, several hundred people, 500 people. And uh, right as he was going to ascend into heaven, uh, the 11 disciples went to the Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Your job, Christian, my job, Christian, whether we're living in a post-Christian world or back 100 years ago when we were in a Christian world, our commission from the Lord is to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ so that everybody knows that they're invited into the kingdom of God. All around us are people who don't know biblical truth. All around us are people who are desperate for hope. We assume that because people no longer care about God and the things of God, that it is no longer our job to share the gospel. That is a poor assumption. The most loving question you and I can ask is not are we living in the end times, but who else do we need to know? Do we, do we need to tell who else in our lives needs to be ready for the end times? All around us are people who will wish they'd been told about Jesus when the end times come. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about that? I mean, listen, I'm, I, I know sometimes when I talk about this, I sound like a Southern Baptist preacher, you know, preaching hellfire and brimstone, and you need to tell people because... And by the way, our next dear Lena is going to be about hell, so tune back in. But for today, listen to me. There are people in your life who someday will tell you, man, why didn't you ever tell me that this is what would happen? Because they uh, would have said yes to Jesus had they known. And so I know uh, who is in my life who needs to know about the Lord, and you know who is in your life that needs to, about, needs to know about Jesus. There are people that you alone can reach, and there are people that only I can reach. God has positioned us in certain places in our lives in order to spread the good news of the gospel. It is not our job to save people. It is our job to love them and to tell them about the good news of Jesus. It is Christ who saves through the uh, Spirit of God working in hearts. In the meantime, we will do everything everything we can to let people know of the good news of Jesus and the fact that someday and hopefully soon he will indeed come back to reign 
over this earth eternally. I cannot wait for that day. And just like John, I would say, even so, come, Lord Jesus, may it be today. And by the way, if today were the day that Jesus were to come back, how would you live your life today? That's a great place to end. Um, listen, if you've got more questions for me, send them to dearlena at livingwithpower.org. As usual, if you want to share this episode with someone, it's easy to do. Just click on the share button. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, leave us a comment. Click like if you're listening to this on any social media platform. We appreciate it. It helps us spread the word about the Lord. And uh, in the meantime, uh, go to my website, livingwithpower.org. If you're looking for amazing resources, they're free. There's Bible studies. There are ways to encourage you in your Christian walk. Listen, I don't know why you haven't done that yet. So subscribe to our um, to our website. You'll get a daily devotional called Power Minutes in your, in your inbox. That has blessed so many people, and I know it'll continue to bless you. Finally, if you're looking for a biblical community, uh, join us in our Facebook page. Every Thursday, I teach live at 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, just go to uh, livingpower.org. At the top of the page, you'll see a blue box that says join our community. It'll lead you to the Facebook page. I'd love to connect with you personally. Uh, I hope we do that soon. Uh, have a great day. Love you guys, and uh, I'll see you again next week.